Welcome back to the Blitzberg Squad. I am Wesley Seeley, joined alongside Shane Smith. Thanks for joining us as we dive into the Week 6 game predictions. We start off with the Broncos at the Patriots. Shane, who you got? What are you thinking in this matchup and who you got? Um, I, I'm guessing that uh, Drew Locke is still out. Uh, I don't think he's season-ending, but uh, I think he's still out. Uh, Cam Newton returned to practice today, I want to say, either was cleared to return tomorrow or return today. Um, Cam's been looking pretty good. It's at Gillette. Um, I, I I think the Patriots kind of take this one. Their running game has been insane, like really top-notch compared to um, to what I thought it was going to be, and they've just utilized so many different running backs and used them out of the backfield so differently that I think the uh, Broncos will have some trouble with that. And... Uh, I don't know. Patriots defense is just uh, even if they don't have Gilmore, it's still still top notch even with all those players out. So right. I, I think Patriots end up taking this one at home. Okay. I think um, yeah, I think Drew Locke. I think he's still out. And I also saw I don't know if you saw this, but Melvin Gordon got charged with the DUI. Yeah, I did see that <laughs> for speeding in a DUI. Which so. whatever, because they'll probably still have Philip Lindsay. Right, right. I mean, because I don't think he's de- dealing with any injuries. But I, well, I know he missed that game for us. Um, right, and it was like a turf toe one. Toe, that they yep. said was going to be a couple of weeks, so he should be back. Um, who knows? Right, but I yeah. think he should be okay. But yeah, if he's back in the mix, I mean, that should help their running game a little bit. But I think overall, you're right. It, I think this one's going to belong to the Patriots because it's Bill Belichick. Even if they're missing Cam, or even if they're missing Gilmore, like they'll he'll figure out a way to backfill that position and and uh, make the right adjustments yeah and i mean with stidham and hoyer at quarterback they right. still took it to the chiefs up until the fourth so right yeah they always find a way yep exactly uh what do you have for a score for this game um i'm gonna say patriots uh 35 broncos 14 oh wow okay so um, I'm going to say Patriots 24, Broncos uh, 13. Okay. Then we got the Texans at the Titans. Uh, divisional game, um, Titans just kind of shellacked the Bills, which was pretty surprising. And uh, Texans finally got their first win after <laughs> Bill O'Brien's gone. All right. Romeo Cronell uh, is their coach, and Deshaun Watson looked fantastic, threw for almost 400 yards last week. So I would say, I'm going to say the Texans pile on the win, especially since the Titans had to play on Tuesday, so they got a short week for sure. And uh, I, I think the Texans end up taking this one in a divisional game and giving the Titans their first loss. Wow, okay. I'm going to go with the Titans in this game because I think the Titans are just well-coached team Mm -hmm. and uh they got derrick henry running the ball (laughs) so it's hard to stop that guy he he is a tough guy to stop (laughs) Tannehill's looked pretty (laughs) solid so far um yeah Tannehill compliments off of henry very well um and even when henry wasn't in their running game did really well and Tannehill looks looks sharp and Jonu smith is is his go-to that that tight end he's he just has that good connection with. and it's nice for them to get aj brown back too because i know aj brown was dealing with the injury yeah yeah aj brown is back and uh i don't know if they'll be able to get him back or not but they may get Corey davis 
back. I don't know oh, based yeah. on the COVID protocol how that'll work. Yeah, but. so that might be another weapon for him too. So I just think Titans are a better team overall. Their defense looked pretty solid against the Bills too. So yeah, yeah. After giving up a lot of yards, right. um, they kind of corrected themselves by having a couple of weeks off and yeah. probably throwing some other secret practices on yeah. in there, but. <laughs> here and there. Yeah, I think uh, I think Titans will get this one. I think my score prediction for this game. It's divisional games, but uh, I'm going to say like 20 to 14. Okay. Uh, I was going to say this one, Steven Guskowski's not going to make his <laughs> game-winning field goal. And uh, I'm going to say that the Texans get, uh, I'll say 18 to 14. Oh, okay. Weird score. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, little odd score. Yeah, okay. I like it. Then we got the Browns at the Steelers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I've been kind of going back and forth on this. Browns are a legitimate football team for, for once. They are. Um, running game's been pretty good, even with Nick Chubb out. Um, yep. Kareem Hunt's taking that role, and their third string is his name Johnson. Some, Kevin Johnson? Mm, sounds right. Um, I know he's been doing good, whoever it is. Yeah, he, he's been doing pretty solid. Uh, you know, they have OBJ, Austin Hooper, um, Jarvis Landry. My big question mark on the Browns, though, is how how healthy is Baker? Um, he took a couple of wallops at the end, and I seen he was either limited or mispracticed today uh, due to his injury. So ultimately, he'll play, but... If Bud Dupree comes off the edge and, and comes flying in and drills Blindside. him and, and he lands on that shoulder, even though they're calling it a chest or rib or whatever, mm-hmm. um, ultimately, is that going to kind of knock him out? Because I know he tried to make a throw at the end of last week's game and his arm was just hurting him real bad at right. that point. Um, so I think our defense hopefully can get to the pressure and our offense continues to ride. Um, being divisional, it's going to be a little bit tougher and as much as the Steelers don't want to make it about Miles Garrett, you know, that's going to be the talk of this whole week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll, I'll say the Steelers go 5-0 and and they end up winning it. Okay. Yeah, um, I think you're right, though. This isn't a Browns team that we're really used to. They they look really solid this year. And is it uh, Kevin Stefanski? Is that their new head coach, right? Yes, yes. He's, uh, he's doing a pretty good job as his first year, so kudos to him. But, um, yeah, it should be a really close game. I think it'll be a good game. Uh, I think it'll depend on Baker. I think it'll depend on how well we can stop Kareem Hunt um, and uh, stop their run and make Baker win the game because then I think it'll be issues for him. Um, but I know Baker came out and said, Mama didn't, don't raise no wuss. So <laughs> I know he thinks he's ready to go, but we'll see how ready he is to go against our defense. But uh, yeah, and then I hope the offense just keeps doing what they're doing, kind of mount off of last week's win too because they looked great last week. So. Um, what's your score prediction for this game? Uh, I'm going to say Steelers take it 27-24. Okay. I got 34-27. So. Okay. Pretty close. Yeah. All right. Then we got the Ravens at the Eagles. Um, Ravens are 4-1, and one, but other than running the ball, they haven't looked great. I, I believe they're last in the league for passing, so Lamar's taking a step back. Yeah. Surprise to maybe a lot of people who you know gave him a lot of praise, but not a surprise to me because I still say he's a running back playing a quarterback position, um, and his only guy is Mark Andrews that he goes to. Really, mm-hmm. I mean that's literally his number one target. You take him out of the game, then he's got to throw it to Hollywood Brown, and that's 
really it. Yeah, they have Sneed and a few other weapons, but Lamar always chooses his tight ends first, and really it's run first, tight end, then he goes on to progression. Mm -hmm. Although the Eagles lost last week to us, um, I thought they did a better job. Um, And I think Wentz started looking better. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's tough to go against the Ravens because they're 4-1, and Um, but I think we may have faced Wentz at the right time where he was just getting on the cuffs of coming back into shape. And so I think that the Eagles actually upset this week and they beat the Ravens. Wow. Um, okay. Maybe a little bias in there, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, man, I could, I could almost see it. Cause you're right. I think the Eagles are, they sure look like a different team this last week than they did the prior weeks. Yeah. Whether that was us or not, or if that right. Fulgham's the real deal. Um, and they, they should, you know, I, I know Deshaun Watson or sorry, Deshaun Jackson and uh, Alshon Jeffrey were close to coming back last week. So I would assume maybe as long as everything goes well, this week. they get those two back, plus they have Fulgham, and maybe that kind of gets Ertz going as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think they looked they looked like a lot better of a well-rounded team last week. Um, their defense was a little rough against their offense. So. Yes. Uh, but if they they did against they did good against our run game, so if they can stop the Ravens' run game and force them to pass, and then just contain Lamar, they might be okay and they might stick in this game. I think I'm still going to take the Ravens because I think they're I think they're still just going to get it done and find a way to win. They'll probably find the weakness in the Eagles and hmm. and uh, they'll either get Lamar rolling with passing somehow, whether it's rollouts or something, um, or maybe RPOs. Who knows? But um, they'll probably just get it rolling with him. I, I kind of think <laughs> I just see it that way. I could see it, you know, I could see it being an upset, though, because the Eagles are they're right there on the cusp. Yeah, I think. and their front four is a, is a scary duo. They don't have to do much else pressure-wise. Right. And and kind of containing the run. They got those big bodies and, and you know, maybe even adding a fifth person because Hargrave, I don't think, plays all the time. Right. So you have Cox, you have Jackson, you have Hargrave. You know, you have all those pieces that, that can really stop the run, especially up the gut and, and – make it a you know going around the tackles which they they may be able to take advantage of which if they do i hope the steelers kind of look at the tape because we have a similar setup yeah and, and we could definitely use that uh here coming up in a couple of weeks yeah what do you have for a score for this game uh i'm gonna say high scoring i'm gonna say 35 32 okay i think um i think ravens will put up uh i'm gonna say 28 to 21 okay Washington football team at the New York Giants. Uh, so, division game. It is. Um, bad team versus bad team. <laughs> um, I, I'm guessing Kyle Allen's out for the quarterback for the football team. Um, so, if Haskins can play, I'm assuming he gets re-promoted to starter after being demoted. <laughs> But right. I seen that he was still sick and still had to leave practice. Apparently not COVID, um, but something's lingering health-wise for him. Yikes. Um, which might be okay for them because although Alex Smith didn't have a great outing, um, he hasn't played football in two years. So I, I personally think out of the three, Alex Smith before his injury was a solid quarterback. Yeah. Um, He's always been like efficient and done enough. Not flashy, but just yeah. efficient. Yeah, like, he, he's made the right plays, and sure, I'm sure, he, you know, he has bad plays every now and again, yeah. but 
he he's done enough to get by and win games and uh you know just just kind of lead his teams to victory without kind of showboating himself and the giants just are spiraling i mean their their defense isn't great Daniel Jones is reverting back to last year. Mm-hmm. They have no running game, really. I mean, last week they had a little bit of one, and they took it to the Giants, but or the Cowboys. Cowboys. Um, but the Cowboys have the worst defense in the league, so <laughs> yeah. that to me doesn't say a whole heck of a lot. Yeah. Um, I think overall um, Joe Judge being his first year in, um, especially as a head coach, he's still kind of trying to learn it, along with you know, being pretty hard on his guys to where Ron Rivera, although it's his first year in the football team organization, he's done it a while. He's been successful. And so I think it's going to be a coaching battle. And I think Ron Rivera takes it this week. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I, I didn't really watch a whole lot of, um, of the highlights from Washington's game or the giants game. I do know the giants kept it pretty close though in that game. Um, but yeah, they, they've still got a lot of question marks too. Yeah. And I mean, Part of that is also they took out Dak with Prescott, Dak being gone. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with him with him going out, yeah, that helps. Um, but yeah, I didn't really see Alex Smith that much. I didn't see his highlights. I didn't see how he looked. But yeah, I would I would kind of agree with you here. If it just comes down to a coaching battle, you've probably got to go with Ron Rivera because he's been there, done that with the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got the more experience, and with Joe Judge being his first year. He, might be an okay coach. It just might not have all the right pieces. And with Saquon not being there, that definitely does not help. Right. So, right, yeah, right. I would I would probably go with the Washington football team here. So, um, what do you have for a score? Uh, I think it's low scoring. I'm going to say 17-10. Yeah, I'm going to say, uh, oh, man, I'm going to say like 14-13. <laughs> Something <laughs> wacky. Yeah, I mean, it. I don't think either one of them have a great offense. Not that they – have a great no. defense, but out of the two as well, I think football team's defense is better, especially if Chase Young's back. Right, yeah. Uh, then we got the Falcons at the Vikings. Um, Vikings have started to look better. Um, their defense is still pretty suspect. Uh, and I think Harrison Smith's back this week because I think he got ejected last week. Oh. Or was it two weeks ago? I don't. He he lowered his head and, and got ejected for something. Oh, wow. Um, Falcons have seemed to be on the cusp of something, um, but again, their defense just gives everything up. However, Dan Quinn did get fired. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've seen our second coach firing of the season. Yeah. Uh, you know, five weeks in, and I think because of that, we're going to see something similar to the Texans and. Once once this coach is gone, uh, everything starts to change and, and revitalize and the players start working together. I'm going to say that the Falcons do the upset, if it's considered an upset, Okay. Um, on the Vikings at home. Yeah, okay. Yeah, with Dan Quinn being gone, it might, he might have been the Achilles heel there. Who knows? I mean, we'll wait to see. I guess time will tell. But, uh yeah, the Falcons' offense has looked okay this year. Their defense has been horrid. Yeah. Um, Vikings, it's hard to tell, too, because sometimes their offense looks good, and I don't know, sometimes... And sometimes they go for, like... Kirk Cousins. Well, I should say, da- Dalvin Cook seems to continually yeah, he does. perform. 
and he it's will. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Is Kirk Cousins going to go out and throw four touchdowns, or is he going to throw four picks? And I think that's kind of what we've just always known Kirk for. It's just yeah. like a Philip Rivers or – Well, that and you like that. Yeah, and you like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he uh, he's just inconsistent, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It's just you don't know what version you're going to get. Um, I think was it the Titans game? He was uh, really balling out and, and having a really good showing. Um, and uh, he looked really impressive that game. But it's like, are you going to get that one or are you going to get – Kirk Cousins of last right. week. <laughs> so it's hard to tell. Um, I'm, I think I'm going to go with the Vikings on this one um, just because Falcons defense is bad. <laughs> and I think Vikings just have a lot of weapons with Thielen and Cook and Jefferson mm-hmm. um, that Cousins will do enough against that defense to yeah. win it. And Kyle Rudolph, like he's kind of yeah. – I haven't heard his name a lot this year, but – He's somebody who seems to show up from time to time. He does. And, he makes uh, big-time catches, I feel Yeah, like. all the time. And I don't think we've seen that this year. Mm-mm, I don't think so. What do you have for a score? Um, I'm going to say because they're both bad defenses, it's going to be higher scoring. Uh, I'm going to say 42-38. Okay. <sighs> I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be 27 to, we'll say 17, Vikings. Lions at the Jags. Um, <laughs> Another uh, good matchup. Man. Yeah, yeah. there's some not great <laughs> matchups this week. Uh, this might be a good week to just get stuff done outside before the <laughs> snow hits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Lions were on a bye last week, so they're getting a little bit healthier, kind of getting getting more into form, getting more acclimated, you know, with Okuda and uh, Adrian Peterson kind of learning the offense, which I keep forgetting he's there. Yeah, me too. Along with, uh, I'm not sure who their rookie running back is. DeAndre Swift. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Swift. So I think maybe that can help them. Uh, you know, plus rest sometimes is okay. Jaguars are a team that's just in shambles. I mean, it's really DJ DJ Clark, Chark, Chark. Uh, that's their wideout. I heard he, he's a speedster. Yeah, he is. I heard they're. Um, I think it's a rookie running back, Robinson. Oh yeah. I don't know what his first name is, but I've heard he's looked really good. I haven't seen him his highlights, well, but. And, and here's where I'm a little confused with the Jaguars coaching, because my um, my uncle and I were talking about it, because he loves fantasy football and asks mm-hmm. me for advice all the time, whether good, bad, in between. And Robinson's averaging either six or over six yards per carry. Wow. They were in the red zone twice last week, six yards and in, and they didn't run it. Didn't run it. I think the one time they ran it, he did fumble it, so knock on him. Um, but I can't remember how many other times they were in there or how many other plays, and they didn't they run didn't it at it. all. They just threw it the whole time, and it's like – you either don't have faith in them or right. you just don't know how to coach or something like that. Right. And I think those kind of will ultimately lead to your demise if you're not willing to run the ball when you're that close in, um, especially with the DBs for the Lions starting to get up. Yeah. I think the Lions will ultimately take this, um, you know, whether by a lot or not, it's kind of two poor teams against each other yeah this is a tough one man <laughs> this it's weird this year because like yeah there's some two and two and three and two teams but it seems like most teams are 
one and four, zero oh and five, right. or you're, four and zero, oh, five and zero. Oh, that's what and I was gonna say. You're either up here or you're <laughs> down here. There's no in between. It seems like. Yeah, there's not a whole lot this year, so it's it's interesting. It is. Um, yeah, this is a tough one because it's like I want to say I trust Matthew Stafford a little. Not. Let me put that into context because <laughs> I trust him more than Minshew. Um, I, I don't think that I don't think he'll do amazing. I don't think we're going to see the Stafford that we might have seen in the past with him putting up yards. But right. I think he'll do okay. And with um, with them coming off the bye, we'll help them rest up and get and getting ready for this game. The Jaguars just they might as well just tank for trevor lawrence <laughs> yeah at that point go for trevor lawrence because it's between you and maybe the jets yeah right yeah with who knows what's going on with them but yeah like yeah this one's a tough one i think i'd probably take the lines just because you're right if if it um if it comes down to just even one thing being the deciding factor for me i think it's the bye week it would just be enough because they're both poor teams <laughs> i don't really know which way to go right. flip a coin <laughs> yeah but and, and i think the lions have more potential than the jaguars yeah. do um to where the lions at, at least have shown themselves in games to where right. yeah the jaguars won the game against the colts i'm still not sure how yeah. um but it, and i guess the jaguars sometimes keep it close it's just like when when I watch the Jaguars play, they nothing just wows me. And at least mm-hmm. with the Lions, it's like okay, you have Akuda, he's going to eventually turn on. You have DeAndre Swift, you got some younger Kenny guys. Galladay. Kenny Galladay, um, you know, you just have a couple of pieces missing from at least going from I don't know four and twelve to eight and eight or nine right. and seven or something like that. So, yep, I agree with you there. What do you have for a score for this game? Uh, I'm going to say twenty eight fourteen. Okay, that's pretty fair. Um, I'll say thirty to seventeen. Not too far off from from your prediction, but yeah, um, I think the Lions will probably put 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 it to the Jags. So, Bengals at the Colts. Um, they looked horrible last week against the Ravens. Um, I only seen highlights, but Joe Burrow finally looked like a rookie. Did he? Um, but again, he was getting harassed all stinking day because his offensive line is just not holding anything up this kid's probably going to end up leading the league and taking sacks by the end of the year which is great <laughs> for us you know being on pace for 80 sacks for the year yeah great for us great for our um, matchup it, it to me it comes down to who you know is Darius Leonard and I can't remember who else was out on their defense. Are they still out or are they back? If they're still out, not by a whole lot, but I think the Bengals can take advantage of that and kind of do um, – who did the Colts play last week? They played the Browns. Yeah, do what the Browns did and just kind of literally pick them apart because um, I don't think – I think the Colts did decent against the the run. They they held the Browns to a total of like 125 yards, which is the lowest the Browns have had all year. <laughs> um, which but is their, still good. Their pass defense uh, was pretty suspect, and so mm-hmm. that could be where maybe AJ Green finally gets going if he's in, because I think his hamstrings hurt. Um, but then Philip Rivers and them were finally starting. Well, I don't know. Philip Rivers looked pretty bad too. He threw. I think he threw a pick six. He threw a pick six that looked horrible. <laughs> horrible. Yes. Man, it's like, <laughs> how long have you played in the league, and how can you not see that and know that that pass is going to get undercut? 
he threw it late across his like across the field. It was a horrible looking play. I was literally I was watching that highlight and I was like just scratching my head. I'm like, <laughs> how? Yeah, I want to like give Philip Rivers credit because he's been in the league literally as long as Ben is. But then yeah, at the same but, time, people always give Philip Rivers credit. And this is where you're going to see me dog on Philip Rivers all the time because I just can't stand the guy. Like, how many times for the Chargers did he throw a game? Well, maybe not through the game, but literally lost the game because of throwing a pick or something like that. And then, like, literally the next day you'd watch SportsCenter or you'd watch Good Morning Football or something like that, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, it wasn't Philip Rivers' fault. And it's like, are you stupid? Like, <laughs> this guy is not a great quarterback, and he thinks he's better than Roethlisberger and Eli were back in the day right when he has no Super Bowls and I think one playoff appearance um now you got me all worked up I'm picking the Bengals <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just I you know Colts Philip Rivers I'll say it I've said it once I'll say it again I just don't trust Philip Rivers nope. and he's very inconsistent like oh. he like that pass on that pick six prime example of you don't know what you what you're gonna get like sometimes he can as weird as this throwing motion is, oh, sometimes so he odd. sometimes he can really deliver some nice passes and he can look okay, but then he does like passes like that. And then uh, there was another one he threw another pick. It didn't go for a pick six, but he like maneuvered in the pocket, stepped up, and was kind of like stepping up as he threw it, threw it right to a Browns defender. And it was like, I mean, come on, man! It's like you don't you don't know what you're gonna get with him. I honestly do think the Bengals are gonna I I would call it an upset, I guess, because of the records. <laughs> right. Um, but I really don't feel like it's an upset because I think Bengals, I think Joe Burrow will bounce back from that poor mm-hmm. performance. And uh, I honestly think he'll be the better quarterback in this matchup. <laughs> so that might offend some Colts fans, but, or some Philip Rivers fans, whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Colts fans are probably frustrated with Philip Rivers. I'm sure they are. They're probably wanting Brissett back. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> what do you have for a score for this game? Uh, I'm going to say. I'm going to say it's going to be more of a defensive battle. Uh, so I'm going to go 21 to 7. 21 7. Yeah. And you're saying the Bengals, right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be 28 13 Bengals. Okay. Bears at the Panthers. Um,. I'm not sure how the Bears beat the Bucks. Uh, Foles did enough to win, and their got, defense really stymied Tom Brady. He's uh, got Brady's number, man. Foles has got Brady's <laughs> number. <laughs> it's something along those lines. Um, you know, the Bears are four and one. You know, Bears fans, I'm sure, are super excited about that. Oh yeah. Um, I still just. Their defense is good. Their offense just struggles, I feel like, in spurts. Um, and unless, you know, I, I know they've been connected with a Mr. Le'Veon Bell, and um, unless that happens, I don't see much changing on offense for him. Panthers have started playing really well. Um, I don't know what changed all of a sudden, but Teddy Bridgewater and that offense seems to be clicking with Mike Davis. Um, they were 0-2 with McCaffrey and... And then mm-hmm. he got hurt, and they're three and zero with Mike Davis in. That's um, funny. So that's weird. Your number one player goes out, right? And, and maybe it's a fact because okay, your number one's out, so you know it's not gonna funnel through him. True. So now it's like okay, now I can throw it to DJ Moore. Now I can get Mike Davis involved. Now I can get this guy involved instead of just everybody saying like okay, just yeah. stop McCaffrey. And, and so 
Uh, I, I don't think McCaffrey's back this week. I think it's still Davis and McCaffrey might be in, in another week or two. Um, but I think it's opened up things for that offense uh, and helped them in the long run. And I think they ultimately get this win this week. Did the Panthers play the Falcons last week? Uh, yes. I thought so. Cause, yeah, um, like 23 to 17 or something or 29, 17 or something right. like yeah. that. Um. Yeah, because I saw um, DJ Moore. He had like a huge touchdown, I think, on the sideline. Yeah, I, I want to say it was like 50-some yards. Yeah, it was a big touchdown. Um, but, yeah, I think you're right. It's weird that um, now that McCaffrey's out, you would think that would really affect your team, but it's mm-hmm. only sort of helped them. It's been yeah. an, almost a slight advantage because I wonder if it's just kind of torqued their game plan enough to just more funnel, like spreading it around more, or if it's just been, hey, less run, more pass, and maybe that's what's working for them. Like, right. I don't know. And I would like to see when McCaffrey comes back, and, you know, this is in the future, but are they going to go back and revert back to the first two games and try and funnel everything through McCaffrey? Are they going to say, like, okay, Teddy Bridgewater's back. Right. Let's continue on. And, yeah, we might give it to McCaffrey a few more times than we did Davis, but overall, you know, kind of throw the team for a loop. You know, if they're going to throw two or three extra guys in the box because McCaffrey's there, well, that's going to open the deep deep play for DJ Moore. Yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah, and and for the Bears too. I mean, yeah, they just beat a Bucks team that everybody had super. I mean, they had Super Bowl hype for right. for the Bucks, and they still might. But um, yeah, I don't really. I tuned into that game kind of late, so I didn't really see most of it. But Foles, um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to kind of see what he does against the Panthers because Foles is another one that you don't really know what you're gonna get. You might get <laughs> the Super Bowl Foles, or you might get a different Foles. So. Yeah, it's, it's tough to tell it, with that. But. It's so hard. And, you know, some Steeler fans may not agree, but how great is it to have Ben back? Like, you go through this league and you're like, yeah, this person's getting benched. Or this person's so up and down, right. hot and cold. And it's like, we have Ben, who's 10 touchdowns, the one pick, and has, like, made smart plays this year. And it's so great to have him back, especially after seeing Duck Hodges and Mason, <laughs> who, I, you know, I, I personally still like Mason. I think he could form good. Um, but... It's so nice to have a guy who just knows what he's doing right. and can consistently do the stuff that you need him to. Yeah. Um, and so it's like you look at these other teams and it's like oh, that are just juggling through quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. It's like oh, thank goodness we have been at least for this year. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what do you have for a score for this game? Uh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say twenty-four seventeen Panthers. I'm gonna say. I think the Bears are actually going to win this. I'm going to say 21-17 Bears. Okay. Jets at the Dolphins. Um, Well, we know Adam Gase is a horrible coach, um, and they just got rid of Bell, (laughs) along with getting rid of Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams. um, Along with whoever wants to be next, apparently. All you have to do is say that Adam Gase sucks. It was Robbie Anderson in the offseason, wasn't it? Yeah, they lost Robbie (laughs) Anderson. Um, Who's next? Who's next? Yeah, I mean, if if C.J. Mosley wants to, like, trash on him and get cut, I'll I'll gladly take him. Right. I'll pick him up. You know, I, I like Vince Williams, but... See you, Vince, and let's have <laughs> CJ in there. Wow. Because um, Mosley played real solid for the Ravens. Yeah, he um, did. And honestly, him and Sam Darnold when he's coached, right, are about the only two things that are stable right now there. Um, who yeah. knows for how long because probably what's going to happen is they're going to suck the season. They're going to be 0-16. 
get uh, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. um, in the draft, and Sam Darnold's bye bye gonna Darnold. go somewhere. Um, I like Sam. I could, I could see us getting him. But, yeah, you know, not great, but not bad. Uh, the Dolphins have been a surprise because I expected Tua to be in earlier, just because. Yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick, another example of a hot and cold guy. When he's running hot, continue to run the guy because no he kidding. will absolutely light up Last defenses. Week, yeah, what did he put up? 40, 43 or something? I, I want to say 43 points on a 49ers. Yeah, they're beat up. Um, but the Jets are just as bad. Right. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, they're 2-3. and three. Uh, Even though it's a divisional game, I, I don't see them stopping at all. I, I see them walking all over the Jets and, and going back to 500. Um, and, and kind of given to him more time to uh, to prep. And I think they're just kind of taking it and saying, listen, we're better off than we expected to be right now, and Tua can still learn, make sure he's 100% healthy, and let's ride the high hand. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. Dolphins all the way because the Jets are pitiful. <laughs> they just got rid of Le'Veon Bell, which is probably their only shot on offense anymore. Yeah. Um, Crowder, I think, is a wide receiver. Yeah. Which – I don't know how old he is, but I thought he was quite up there. So yeah, right. <laughs> and Dolphins, like you said, like if if uh, Fitzpatrick can get going on a hot streak, man, watch out, especially against this Jets defense. Oh yeah. I don't care if it's divisional or not. I mean, they're gonna probably smack them around. Oh yeah. Um, I think Dolphins are gonna win this, like thirty-four to ten. Okay, I was gonna say big two. I was gonna say. Uh, Darnold doesn't look horrible, but I was going to say that the Dolphins drop another 40 and do 42 to uh, to 20. Okay. Now, the next one we've got is the Packers at the Buccaneers, and this is on Fox. So I'm guessing this is probably the game of the week. I would assume so. <laughs> um, probably the most exciting, one of the most exciting ones. It's, I mean, to me, it's the Browns and right. Steelers and the Bucks and uh, Packers. So. Right. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and them are coming off a bye. Adam should be back. Their team should be healthy. You know, nobody in the NFL is probably going to be 100% healthy in the season, but uh, at least a week healthier. Brady and them were reeling um, in a surprise loss to the Bears, and they looked they looked bad on offense. Their defense didn't look horrible. Right. Um, their, their defense, I think, is good. Um, and Brady and them are still trying to break each other in. And I mean, it doesn't help with Godwin being out and Mike Evans, you know, hobbling along with his hamstring every week and Gronk still trying to get back in the groove and they lost OJ Howard. So they have a lot of things against them right now. You know, they, they, they're one of the teams that need a buy. Um, as much as, you know, you want to put, you know, some people want to put their faith in Brady and say that things are going to turn around. They're just such a beat-up team on offense right now. I, I can't see them keeping up to score with the Packers, and I also can't see their defense holding them back enough mm-hmm. uh, to, to give Brady time to come back, especially if Mike Evans and Godwin, um, you know, if Godwin's still out and Evans is still hobbled along, I just don't see a, a way that uh, the Packers don't don't stay five, you know undefeated and go to 5-0. and Yeah. Yeah, the Buccaneers' defense hasn't been that bad this year. But, man, even with – if the Buccaneers – even if they were completely healthy on offense, I still don't think they beat the Packers. I mean, you're talking about the, – the Packers' offense has got to be the best in the NFL right now. Um, 
it's it's up there. I think they're averaging like 38 points a game. Yeah, I mean that's ridiculous. And even if I think Packers defense is doing okay, they're doing enough. But man, when your offense can put up that much points, uh, yeah, I, I don't think their defense is that strong. No, um, it never really has been. But, but when you're putting up almost forty a game, right? If your defense can even make one stop, you're probably doing okay. Exactly. Like that's what I'm saying is like I'm I trust this Packers offense more than I trust the Buccaneers offense, even if it's fully loaded and ready to go and everybody's healthy. Like I I'm gonna take the Packers offense for sure. Um, I don't know. The Buccaneers have looked. They looked okay, but I don't think they've looked great to me. They don't look like a wow team, and Packers have looked like a wow team to me this year. They have. Aaron Jones is a difference maker for yeah. sure on, on running back. And, and if they're getting Devontae Adams back this week, lights out. Lights out, man. I'm definitely going with Packers. I think big time it's going to be Packers like 42, Buccaneers 30. Okay. I'm going to say the, the Packers stick to their uh, 38 a game, and they score exactly 38. Um, and I think the Bucks keep it close, um, close until the end. And so I'm, I'm going to say they end up getting 30. Okay. Fair enough. Then we got the Sunday night game. It's the LA Rams at the 49ers divisional game. Um, Garoppolo got benched cause they put him back in too early. Um, <laughs> and Nick Mullins isn't. They're back up anymore. He got demoted, so they have C.J. Bethard, Bethea, Bethard, whatever. Um, They think Jimmy's going to play again. He seems okay, but who's to say that he's not going to go out or, you know, take a shot on his ankle or something like that again? Uh, Their defense is just in shambles. They keep losing players literally week after week after week. Uh, their offense is coming back, but then their defense just seems to keep going down. Mm-hmm. Um, Rams, on the other end, have looked like a completely different team, um, and the difference maker finally showed up in Aaron Darnold. Um, he got four sacks last week, yeah. so I uh, I don't see any way that the Niners get out of this without poor Jimmy Garoppolo taking a beating if he's playing. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, Aaron Aaron Donald's just a game wrecker, man. He if he shows up like he did last week, geez, Louise. But yeah, I think uh, like we've said before, the Rams are a completely different team this year than they were last year. And 49ers just who knows if Jimmy D's healthy? <laughs> who knows what they're doing at quarterback? They're just a bang bang uh, banged up team. So I'm gonna take the Rams. What do you have for a score for this game? Uh, I'm gonna say 27 to 13. Okay. I'm going to say we'll go 24-17 Rams. Okay. A little bit closer. Yeah. Monday night, it looks like it's a doubleheader. Uh, Chiefs at the Bills. Yeah, this one got pushed back because it was supposed to be the Thursday night game. Um, oh, that's right. Tomorrow. That would have been a great Thursday night game, the first good one of the year because mm-hmm. all the other ones have stalled. Yeah, they have. Um, I mean, last year's or sorry, last week's uh, Bucks and Bears turned out to be exciting, but this would have been a, a nice one to see if uh, Josh Allen could have bounced back. Um, I don't know if John Brown is still out. I know he was out last game. I'm mm-hmm. not sure how severe the injury was, and that kind of hindered their offense because they didn't have that deep threat for the defenses to cover. Um, Running game's still kind of struggling. Uh, Singletary hasn't looked like the same guy as last season. And their rookie, Moss, um, 
he he was out last week with an injury, so they're starting to get a little oh, wow. banged up on offense, um, which which can hinder. And the Bills' defense cons- consistently is a liability. I mean, they have a lot invested into that defense, and it just doesn't seem to be working. But then on the flip side, uh, the Chiefs just lost to the Raiders, um, something I, I didn't think I would say. And the Chiefs' defense looked like a liability in that game. I mean, they, they gave up 40 points, and all it took was one speedster in Henry Ruggs, mm-hmm. two catches, 118 yards, I believe. And Jeez. one. I'm not sure if he got one or two touchdowns. Um, but, I mean, that's absolutely insane. That's, what, 59 yards a catch is your average? That's, that's just pretty good. <laughs> that's a game changer for sure. Yeah. Um, I think both teams get more back on track this week, uh, and it's just a matter of whose defense do you think is going to – outlast the other and i ultimately think the chiefs are going to come out as the better team yeah i'm going to say the chiefs as well just because um both defense are a liability for this for both squads but um man the i just trust mahomes more than josh allen because josh allen if he stalls on a drive well then give it to mahomes and see if he can put up another seven points like if it's going to be back and forth the whole game then i'm gonna i'm probably going to take the chiefs because i think they just consistently can do it on offense uh, yeah each i mean drive. even giving up 40 to the raiders and they were down by quite a bit near the end but, right i mean they still put up 32 yeah uh and, and so they were still bringing it back at the end so the, it it's the chiefs defense is definitely their weak spot continues to be their weak spot has been their weak spot for years now um but Mahomes has that ability to make the game as close as possible and just take it over. Yep, he can. Yep. Um, I think Chiefs, um, I think it might be a high-scoring game with these two. Um, they're both trying to get a um, to bounce back from both their losses, so they're, they're both hungry for a win. Um, I think it's going to be like 45-42 maybe. <laughs> You you took my score. Is that what you're um, thinking? I, I was thinking 45-42 as well, uh, so I'll change mine. <laughs> I'll go uh, – I'll, I'll stay high scoring, and uh, I'll say 52-48. Jeez. <laughs> I'll say they break – they, they hit 100 points total. That'd be sweet. Uh, okay, then to wrap it up, we've got the Cardinals at the Cowboys. Um. I don't know if the Cowboys are getting their defensive players back that they need because their defense is in need of some of their guys back. Um, worst defense in the league uh, by by far, um, especially when you play the Giants, who was the worst offense in the league, and they put up 34 on you. Um, you know you have a bad defense. <laughs> uh, so Mike McCarthy ha- has not looked great as the head coach, uh, at least defensively, right. for the Cowboys. Um, now, now on a sad note for them, you know, they lost Dak, so you, you kind of – feel for the offense and I feel bad for Zach that you know Dak that was his contract year and, mm-hmm. and he was on a franchise tag so now is he going to get lowballed are they going to franchise tag him again and put him put him in the same spot right uh, you know it, it's a four to six month recovery that he's looking Ugh. at um so so you know it kind of goes out to to Dak because he was on pace to I mean just absolutely shatter records now he was doing so well um, this year on pace for what like six or seven thousand yards throwing in one wow. season like i mean it was ridiculous he was averaging over 450 a game Jeez. um but then you have the cardinals who 
are pretty healthy. Um, I think Chandler Jones went down. Oh, did and he? I, I want to say he's out at least multiple weeks, if not the season. Yikes. Um, which stinks for them because that's their big pass rusher. But their offense is still healthy, and they right. have this man. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Uh, Bill O'Brien didn't seem to like the guy for some reason, but his name's DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, he became a deep threat last week and just kind of blew the top off. Um, and, and they kind of got Kenyon Drake going again. So I think with this horrible Cowboys defense, uh, the Cardinals will uh, take this. Um, I think Andy Dalton would do well enough. You know, he's a veteran in the league, and, yeah. and it was a smart signing by them to, to throw him as the backup. But um, I, I don't think he'll he'll do enough and, and put up the numbers or, or yards or anything like that that yeah. Dak was to keep him in games. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Um, yeah, I think Andy Dalton's a pretty solid backup for them. Mm-hmm. Especially in a situation like this, they're probably really thinking, uh, thinking, patting themselves on the back for for signing him because uh, he is a veteran. Like, yeah, I mean, he might be inconsistent, but he'll do. I think he'll do okay. They've yeah. got a lot of weapons in the offense, so it should make his job a little easier. Um, but the Cardinals, for the Cardinals, their offense, Kyler Murray looked great last week, and uh, their offense is just really good. They've got a lot of weapons on their offense, and they look they look good when they get things rolling. Um, I'm kind of thinking. Cardinals will probably take advantage of the Cow- the Cowboys defense mm-hmm. uh, because, like you said, the Cowboys defense is really bad. <laughs> uh, and if they get DeAndre Hopkins going uh, like they did, man, watch out. So yeah. what do you think for a score for this game? Uh, I'm going to say with Andy Dalton still trying to learn stuff and, and – uh, they're going to try to go through Zeke a lot uh, more running the ball, and Zeke honestly hasn't looked great this year. Uh, I'm going to say Cardinals 35, Cowboys 14. Okay. I kind of think uh, I'm going to go with the Cardinals too. Um, I think the Cardinals will get, well, I'll say, 28 to 17. Okay, okay. A little bit closer. Yeah. But. Uh, and that's it. That'll wrap up the rest of the game. Seahawks, Chargers, Saints, and Raiders are all on buys. So, yeah, the league doesn't have to worry about Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf this <laughs> right. week. No kidding. <laughs> Man, he's on a tear. I think Jeez, Russell's up to 19 touchdowns on oh, the season. <laughs> that's averaging almost four a week. Ridiculous. <laughs> Man. All right. Well, cool. I think that about wraps it up. That's all the games for this week. Um, Thanks for everyone that uh, joined our, our video. Um, you know, make sure to comment your predictions down below. Uh, make sure to like and comment, subscribe. Got anything else? Yeah, no. Uh, we'll we'll be uploading our preview for the the Steelers and Browns game here coming up. Uh, so if you you like Steelers stuff in general, uh, tune in for that. And uh, otherwise, uh, I think that's about it. That's all I got, man. So that's it. Catch you on the next one. Thank you. Thanks.